What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as behind those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams. As always, I'm joined by Shannon Times. What's up? What's up? What's going on? So welcome to Wednesday's discussion episode. I almost messed up the intro. I don't know if anybody heard that. <laughs> well, I made it through. We pulled through, people. Um, this is Cyber Awareness Month. So happy Cyber Awareness Month. Um, hopefully we continue our upward trend. So we were, uh, we're like three, three and a half times over our normal traffic uh, last month. Not exactly sure why. I like to th- uh, believe it's because people love us. But also we had a bunch of really good guests last month. So I, I like to also believe that they brought in a bunch of traffic uh, as well. I'm just hoping we've retained some of those people. So if you have not already, please like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Check out the YouTube channel as well. Subscribe to that. Without further ado, I'll give it to Shannon. All right, everybody. So this one actually comes from darkreading.com, right? Uh, written by Becky Bracken. And it's government shutdown poised to stress nation's cybersecurity supply chain. So it was actually avoided. This was written a couple of days before they actually came to a resolution on on, on uh, delaying a shutdown. I say delaying a shutdown because this is this what they've come up with is only good for 45 days, right? So November 17th, uh, we're going to have to go through this. We got to get this all settled before then, right? But the big point that she hits on in this article, um, CISA announces it'll have to furlough more than 80% of staff indefinitely if Congress can't reach an agreement to fund the federal government. So this is what we were facing down, right? And this is what we will be facing down in the future. Like the way that things are currently set up is that we're looking at um, there being 80% loss of, not loss, but a furlough of staff um, if we go into situations where we can't pass a budget, right? So this, this is where the discussion comes in, right? So like for me, I, I, I wanna I wanna think we can do this differently. Like we can fund this differently to where we don't run down to this because whatever your politics may be, or you know, whatever you may believe, like this is not good for anybody, right? Like one side wants to blame the other and then the other one says no, it's the other one, but that doesn't matter, right? Like what happens is 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 real life things that can happen, right? That can that can affect people's lives. Um because of what CISA provides, like when it comes to, uh, you know, ransomware attacks and providing assistance whenever people need um, companies or people um, require the assistance to get out of these situations. This is what this is what's being put at risk here. Right. Um, it puts infrastructure at risk. Right. So if you have a government shutdown, people are furloughed. Nobody is nobody is watching, you know, the enemy. You know what I'm saying? Is what it comes down to. Right. Because we talked about this in a, in a, a couple articles before. Right. We talk about the amount of contractors and outside help that is needed by the federal government you know what i mean from other companies right so like uh, this is one of those things where if you're a, a government employee you run the risk of not being there right like you you gotta hope your company uh may say go ahead and stay on we're gonna take it out of our pocket but let's be real here right that's not gonna happen right these companies are making money you know to, to where um, they're, I don't, I don't think they're necessarily saving it to, to pay in situations like this. They assume the government's just going to keep running because for the most part it does, right? Like we have had, we've had times where things have, have, have had the gap in them where they've broken down like a couple of times when we were active, right? Like, so I'm, I, I remember, uh, I remember one time, uh, actually we were stationed together in Virginia, man. We got, we ended up getting like partial paychecks. Like we still had to be there, but like, it was weird the way they paid us out on the LES. I don't know if you remember this or not, but we were in Virginia at the time. Yeah, no, I remember. It was yeah. really, really weird because it was yeah. only the second time there was an actual shutdown, right? I think the first one was during the Clinton administration, yeah, which would have been before both of our time, right? 
Right. Well, I don't know, man. I remember I remember being in basic reading my book saying Clinton was the commander in chief. So like I joined in ninety-nine. So <laughs> oh yeah, I guess so. Wow. I don't I don't think it was during that time. I think it was before that though. But yeah, but yeah, when I joined in ninety-nine, we we had these books. Uh, not to get off topic, we had these books where you had to read through your chain of command yeah. and all to the president. Yeah, they have they have tablets now, I think. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah. unbelievable. But you gotta mm-hmm. be careful with that, right? Because that requires cybersecurity, right? And this, this is what we <laughs> this is what we talk about here. But but no, the discussion here is for me, like what it what it tends to be is that um if a government shutdown is going to degrade cybersecurity like this, um, where, where it'll affect, you know, supply chain issues, critical infrastructure, transportation, healthcare, things of that nature, like we need to find a different way um to fund it or to have it exempt when it comes to things like this, right? Like we we could say, okay, government's gonna shut down for these things, but we have to determine what is important, right? And and cybersecurity just seems like one of those things, right? Um and there and there are other things that that fall by the will fall by the wayside. I get it. And it's more important to other people, but like this is the world we live in today, right? Like cybersecurity, we talk about this before any tank rolls in, plane, sub, whatever, there's going to be a cybersecurity attack, right? So we can't let it, we can't allow this gap to happen for something to, for, for a country or or, or some, uh, I don't want to say a country, but for our enemies, um, right? Because it doesn't necessarily have to be a country, right? It could be some hacker sitting in their basement in, in Russia somewhere, right? Like they're not necessarily doing it for Russia, but they do it because they don't like America for whatever reason. Um, allow them to get their foot in the door because we can't come to a decision on how to fund um, these people that provide this cybersecurity uh, uh, assistance for us, right? So um, it, it, this is just, we got to stop doing this, man. Like it, it, it's becoming more and more prevalent throughout the years, right? So like I, t- I talked about the time it happened to us, you know what I mean? But it's been a few times since then that it's happened to where it's like, this is why why are we why are we going this route? And and as it stands now, like it affects me more, right? Because I do work for the government as a contractor, right? So for me, um, I was just gonna be, you know, going around like <laughs> I was telling I was telling Ryan this off air, like I was just gonna be going around with my wife, just holding hands around the city, planning picnics, you know what I mean, during during my downtime, you know, catching movies in the middle of the day type stuff, you know what I mean? So I mean, it's just one of those things where we've we've gotta figure out a better way. Um, um, to avoid this type of thing from happening, and we did this time, right? But again, it, this is just kicking the can down the road, right, Ryan? Like this is this is th- this is not where we need to be with this. We got to find a better solution. So, what's your thoughts on this? No, I, I totally agree. I, I think it's it's a matter of uh, mindset. Like, um, if if they're if if the powers that be are okay with people not uh, receiving a paycheck, they can care less about cyber defense. In, in in the same breath, right? Like, because at the end of the day, your constituents should be pretty important to you because those people put you in power, those people are supposed to be defending things of that nature. Um, but however, you just keep continuously kicking a can down the road. So I, I don't know if they will ever weigh cybersecurity um, to the, the proper extent and in, 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 in relation to uh, government funding and in, in, in the case of political posturing and things of that nature, right? Like, so regardless of your team, red, blue, green, whatever, um, <clears throat> you should be pretty, pretty upset that they just cannot agree upon a budget, which is a big portion of their job, right? Like, so it's, it's infuriating in that case, but then it has all these second and third order effects because at, at the end of the day, um, Patriotism does not feed your family. However, ransomware does, right? So if you're a bad guy, you'll you'll make money off of this deal. But if you're a good guy, you're not going to 
you're not going to jump on a keyboard just because you feel as though like I need to be doing my job. That's not paying bills. That's not keeping the lights on. Um, so they need to figure out a way of properly funding this because you're not going to have people work for free. This is not going to happen. Uh, it, it's it's just I can't fathom people doing it for a long period of time. Like you might get people for for a short period of time. Like we we continuously worked during these these times because we're you know green suiters, blue suiters, whatever you want to call it. Um, because we're under contract <laughs> at the end of the day. Like not only we do we do it because like, hey, we we want to protect our, our nation and things of that nature, but we're like, they're gonna, they're gonna pay us eventually. So we can just kind of get through it. But that's not the case with a lot of people. Like the 80% of, of CISA that have been laid off, would they have been paid back paid? We don't know. Like some of them would have, but all 80%? Maybe I, I, not. So the ones the way I understand it is civil service would have been, right? Because they would have furloughed the civil service employees. Yeah well right like they would have been back paid but the people that were that were under contract so unless you were taking some type of pto or or, or paid leave that was already been accounted for and like paid, yeah baked in yeah you were not getting paid like you were you would either take leave without pay or you take your pto which would get you paid but then you're running through your pto right yeah. like for me like i have some pto i mean after after my trip to hawaii which was fabulous by the way after my trip to hawaii like i i had used up a fair amount of pto like i had some but knowing that the holidays are coming up, like I want to take more time. So I wouldn't have used it for this time. Like I've, I've saved a few nickels, you know what I mean? So like, I, I, I would have just done leave without pay and we'd have just had to suffer through it. But like for me, right. I, I get other, I get other payment from the government, right? I have a retirement, you know, things of that nature that were still coming. Now <laughs> that, that still could have been delayed, right? Because the people that make sure that all that gets handled may not. Yeah. Yeah. The second, third order effects, right? Oh, people right. who actually yeah. could check. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Might have been furloughed as well. Yeah. So I, I just don't know. Like, I, I just think that it's it's because um, I, I don't get big into politics. Uh, I don't I don't really pick size things. Like everybody says, oh, they don't do that. Like, I really don't like I just want people to do their job because I do my job. If I want to get, you know, feed my family, keep the lights on. Uh, I, I, I want them to do theirs. Like, it just feels like there's no consequences to, to playing with people's paychecks. Uh, and in this case, they would be playing with national defense as well, right? Because they're going to say like, no, there'd be no, no drop in tanks or bombs or things of that nature. Like if we need to react, we still have people in uniform who could do that. That is the case. But what about all of the people who support them who are not in the military, right? It's, it's like we talked about in the last episode, how AI is used to augment uh, human decision-making. Uh, these, like the support team is big. The support team for the DOD is a very large bench of people, <laughs> you know what I mean? That do a lot of interesting things, like, and or do all the things, uh, depending upon what type of job they have. Like there's certain functions of the, of the uh, Department of Defense that are all civilian, right? Like if you just say, hey, don't come to work today, you find out really quickly how that a lot of things just can't get done. Like you pick up a phone to call somebody and Mr. or Ms. so-and-so is not there. <laughs> so then you can't do your job as a, a military member without all of these other people who have to do their jobs, right? It's a humongous machine. Uh, and they just play around with it every year. <laughs> it's like, you know what? Uh, because I can't get whatever bill I want passed, I'm just not gonna vote. And I'm thinking that there's a whole order of other things. So I don't know. Again, I don't, I don't, I'm not team red or blue or green or whatever in a circumstance. I just like, how can we just not pay these people because they're not doing their job? You know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> they put on their own pay raises, but I digress. 
this is like who is watching the watchers in this case because like if i'm a, a bad actor regardless if i'm a nation state or just just a, a random dude in the basement or or gal you're right i'm not being sexist a person in a hoodie in a dark room because <laughs> that's what hackers do apparently uh with their with their uh, rgb keyboards um if I'm one of these people, I'm watching the news, right? Because then this is my opening, right? You're broadcasting this on on uh, the national stage, C-SPAN, whatever, that, hey, we're just not going to fund the government and then cause pain and friction to get whatever we want passed, whether it be political, ideological, whatever. Um, you put the entire nation in jeopardy by doing so. So I, I thought this, the uh, article that you submitted uh, as well was like, hey, we dodged the bullet, but 45 days from now, we have to do this again. So we're just kicking the can down the road. Uh, and it, so it affects everything from, from the literal uh, software we use to protect ourselves, to our SCADA systems, uh, the water, power, nuclear, everything is tied into passing the budget like from big things all the way down to the smallest things, like even vendor questionnaires won't go out, right? We're not vetting our vendors because <laughs> if someone has to do that, someone has to create this thing, have to push it out. You're not paying them, not going to show up to do it. Uh, so it has a humongous ripple effect. It affects the entire chain of cyber defense. And and this could also make it where you just don't attract that talent you want to attract too, because they're like, I don't want to have to deal with this. Like I've been yeah, watching. Yeah, where I have to be concerned every, every yeah. so often that I just won't get paid. Yeah. It's like because they're not having issues on the private sector, but the private sector has to depend on the uh, the, the national defense as well, right? So like you you impact everybody. It, it may come to a point where with the private sector they may just be like it, the juice isn't worth the squeeze to go after these government contracts at some point, right? Like yeah. if you guys are going to keep doing this, like I'm going to keep losing talent. Like people are not going to want to come to my company to work to assist the DOD because you guys keep shutting down every 45 days, or there's a threat of a shutdown and they can't feed their families or whatever it may be, right? right. Not everybody not everybody wants to walk hand in hand with their wife around the city, you know, planning picnics, <laughs> right? Right, exactly. Right. But I I don't know. I I I digress. I think. I think people understand the implications. I, I just don't think we understand how to make them do what they're supposed to do uh, in a timely manner. Like that still hasn't been figured out yet because you know, we're still picking sides. Like at the end of the day, like a lot of people won't get paid regardless of their po political affiliation. Just because you you vote red or blue doesn't mean that you're going to uh, be able to keep your lights on. Like you have to think beyond that uh, to the bigger, bigger picture is getting them to do their job. So. Uh, definitely continue to, to uh, tune into all the websites that go by our name. Give me a person I'm at Rye Rye Security Guy on almost all the social medias. Um, stay safe, stay secure.